Okay. Is my one on? Uh, yes, you're on. Oh, I can't hear anything. What? You got your headphones on? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can't hear anything coming out your headphones? No. Let me t- t- turn you up. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't understand. The, okay. Well, How can't you hear anything? It's been a while. Well. Well, give me the... the fine. Thing. Hang on. There's nothing coming out. Hang on. Have we not plugged this? Ah, yes, there is. Hello? Is it not plugged in? Is it not plugged... Yeah, but Fully. you know how sometimes the... Yeah, it's in. Hello? Well, that was you your one that you checked that was in. Okay. I can you hear it? Can you hear it now? Hello? Hello? No, I can't hear. What? <laughs> oh, no, I can. Oh, I think it's just a, it's your cable connection's a bit dodgy, so I have to hold it a certain... Oh, that's it. Okay, I've twisted it, back? it and now it's back. You've learned that before. Give it a twist. It'll start working. Last week on the David Eagle podcast. Idiosyncratic moments. Come on then, you bastard! <laughs> I told you not to talk about my sex life. Fetish club attending pornographic blues singer. I'll see you afterwards in the van. Performing in very tight boxer shorts. There's a prophylactic-based opera. You're talking about having sex with a dog and you keep quiet, please. Someone's just given birth. Good to see you again, Horatio. Horatio the Buddhist. Pig's blood all up the wall. One hand and a groan. Like my love life. <laughs> Now it's time for a podcast presented by yet another comedian who's fallen down the walk hall. It's the David Eagle Podcast. <laughs> I like the idea of someone having never... Oh, hello again. Hello. Uh, <laughs> Ellie's here as well. Hi. I don't know if you were expecting some kind of fanfare or something, Ellie, but... Uh, I was, really. I'm I don't, a bit disappointed I don't that think, there's no... I don't think I've got a fanfare. I could give you a... A barn owl? Yeah, I don't think uh, (laughs) that's what I was after, but okay. Well, if I go into the thing and press F, let's see what comes up. The first thing that comes up when I press F is... Oh, fox. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) The fox and the barn owl are very happy that Ellie is back. I'm sure that you're happy as well, listeners. Uh, If people don't know, what we do is a little montage. That was a little montage of what was on last week's podcast. Mm. I worry that if people haven't heard the podcast before, they may think that that's kind of like you get on a TV show where it's like previously on and it's to recap people so that they they watched it before. Yeah, some people might be listening to that and going, oh, God, I'm going to have to start from the beginning because I don't. Understand any of those references? Pigs blood up the walls. The, they're just little random bits. The reference to the war call we mentioned last week was because when I did the BBC Radio Four's Now Show, one of the comments was, "Oh yes, another comedian who's fallen down the war call." Ah, <laughs> oh, the fox is yeah, the fox is laughing there. <laughs> the son of a laughing fox. Ellie, for those people who don't know, is my fiancé. Yeah. Although shortly not to be my fiancé. Yeah, because I'm going to dump you. <laughs> There's the fox again. Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> a deer? I don't think I have a deer. Yes, because Ellie and I will be getting married soon. So we're getting married in September. I know a lot of listeners will be assuming maybe that we will be doing a live podcast from the wedding. I'm sort of tempted <laughs> to do that, but I don't know if the registry office had let us. It's probably something. You can't have any religious references. No. And when we do a recording of the podcast, I do end up going, oh, God, quite a lot of times. (laughs) I feel like there's an extra bit of pressure on us today, Ali, because we are recording this for TikTok. Because since we last spoke, I have finally got on TikTok. We've Mm -hmm. had some very interesting comments from people, because it's quite young, isn't it, TikTok? Gen Z. So I think this podcast, Ellie, we shall just do a little bit of a catch-up, because we haven't done a podcast together for about nine months. No, that's not for a reason, and that we're introducing the newest member 
owner of the Eagle oh, yeah. Skinner House. No, that's a good coincidence. <laughs> it it's the horse. The horse is back. Uh, so I, can I find the horse? Let's have Hopefully a look. Not. Horse. Horse. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Yeah, no, because we did Christmas and then we had the roundup of the year, which I didn't need to be involved in because. You were involved, by the way. Well, I was, was, I was. She was involved in it. I, I just didn't, didn't have well, to. The, the best bits of the year, basically, is just non Ellie. I it just took just all of it. It was, just a, it was the exact same podcast. It was a very long podcast, but it was just all <laughs> my bits with Ellie's bits taken out. Yeah. Uh, now and again, I would interject. We're going to revisit some of our old features, Ellie. Mm. So Ellie Skinner is back. The box is back. And Ellie will be. Uh, Hang on, are you calling me the box? (laughs) No, no. (laughs) The box is the box that is full of cassette tapes that I recorded as a child up until my teenage years. Whatever is on that cassette, we should be playing in our feature cassette roulette, unless it's Tim Westwood. (laughs) In which case we're not putting that on. We've we've had lots of Tim Westwood in the past because I used to record the radio on Rap Show, but unfortunately, uh, for those people who don't know, he has got up to... I was going to say lots of misdemeanours. That's the rapper, isn't it, Mr. Misdemeanour? <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to break, don't want to drag misdemeanour into it. Yes, he's been a bit... There's allegations and yeah. investigations. I'm Wait. quite looking forward to that, David, because I haven't listened to one of your random cassettes for quite some time, and I think maybe that's what's been missing in our relationship. You just making me root around in your box and then... Mm-hmm. Playing with whatever's coming out. (laughs) Give it a twist. (laughs) Also, uh, it's the return of our feature, Spammer Time. I've received quite a few interesting emails in my spam folder. I shall be reading out a choice one. Well, I don't know, because we've got quite a lot to catch up on, haven't we? So I don't know whether we'll... We never really talked about whether we'll be resurrecting our feature, Animal Weekly Animal... Ellie Skinner's Animal Penis Fact of the Week. Animal, Ellie Sk- Animal Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie Skinner's weekly animal penis facts. Yeah, I don't think that's called. what it was called. It uh, was? I think it was Ellie Skinner's Animal Penis Facts of the Week. Well, no, because it doesn't rhyme. It could be a cat or a rat or a bat or a frog or a hog or a monkey. It might have a penis as bulbous and fat or a long one or short one or chunky. An eagle, a weasel, a snake or a shark with a member that's slender or glows in the dark. It might have a willy that looks rather silly or bent and misshapen and wonky. If we were on the radio, this feature might get a sack. But now it's time for Ellie Skinner's weekly animal penis fact. Yes. Oh, I apologise, I did not remember. There it is. <laughs> How could you not remember? I know. So, I don't know. We could leave that maybe till next week. Yeah, you didn't give me any prep time, so... I mean, do we need I've... prep time? One well, of the things about the it could Googled, be that we? we just Google an animal yeah. and see if it's got an interesting penis fact. In fact, why don't we do it now? Okay. Okay. Right, well, pick an animal. What do you want? Should we go for the fox? The fox... Oh, like many other mammals, including dogs, cats, hedgehogs, bats, rodents and non-human primates, dog foxes have a bony structure in their penis called a baculum. Oh, well, that's a thing I've never read before. What? The baculum is a heterotrophic skeletal element. I can't believe you've not read that before. I know. In other words, it's not attached to the skeleton. It has a rough base and a deep groove, giving it a V-shape in cross-sections. They've got a V-shaped penis. I think I've heard Tony, uh, Tony f- Blackburn uh, say that on Radio <laughs> 2, actually. This one's got a rough base and a deep groove. <laughs> 
It bends down towards the tip by an angle of 10 to 30 degrees and grows as the fox matures, reaching its full length, which is four or five centimetres, just over a year old. During mating, a bulb-like mass of tissue surrounding the baculum tip swells as it engorges with blood and the pair may become locked or tied together. This is known as a copulatory tie or copulatory lock and is Mm. present in most canids. Well, there you go, so that's... Ellie Skinner's Weekly Animal Penis Fact Sorted. Ellie Skinner's Weekly Animal Penis Fact there we go. I think we've moved away from talking about what's coming up on the show because we essentially <laughs> we're in the show now, listeners. Last week's podcast was a clips special from my various stand-up gigs. There's something that I realised when listening to the various clips that of doing comedy mm. that I'd not realised before, and it's something that I do every single gig on my way to the stage. So I wonder, before I play you the clips, because what I've done is I've compiled some clips of me getting to the stage. I wonder if you know what it is that I do. Do you mutter to yourself like a, come on, David, you can, <laughs> you do, can this. do this? <laughs> or like when you're walking around the house, sometimes you do a sort of do, 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 do ah, thing. So it might I've be something like that. I've noticed that Sean from our band, The Young'uns, he does that a lot in mildly stressful situations. Ah. So like if he's parking, he'll really do it. Yeah. He'll really do, 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 do. Because he's not, <laughs> he doesn't like parking. Do, 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 do. And it's what's really strange as well is that obviously you've got the sensor doing the beeping yeah. as well so sometimes it creates some real interesting rhythms I think a lot of uh, Latino musicians would be would would give quite a lot to uh, have some of those beats if he's getting a bit more stressful he'll, he'll do it louder and louder mm-hmm. and so at first it's just that and then it's a do 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 and the beeps go do 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 he'll really go it's getting it. along okay what else could you do I so don't I think the audience would okay. hear this what I do even though it is quite loud but I think it's it's not it, like when, a little fart or something is it <laughs> every time every time say, I go on right, stage ready, <laughs> <laughs> all right huh? I'm going to blow you away <laughs> helping to build the atmosphere exactly Okay, um, I'm really okay. intrigued. I don't, I, I well, can't. then, here we go. I'm going to start playing your clips. Okay. It's going to become apparent straight away what it is that I do as soon as I start playing it. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. I don't say thank you, Paul, every time. <laughs> thank you, Paul. And it's like, who's Paul? He's my spirit guide. When they, when they go to, I always go, ah. I don't know why. I do. I don't know why I do it. And and if I hadn't recorded the gigs, I would have absolutely no idea that I do it. But I do it for every single gig. Ah, thank you, Paul. Thank you. Ah. Thank you very much. Thank you. I also. I also. I say the MC's name as well as I'm doing. Thank you very much, Martin. <laughs> I really go quite posh, don't I? Thank you, Paul. Uh, thank you very much, Martin. Thank you. Martin. Uh, vocal warm-up. <laughs> ah. And also, I think it sets you into like a smiling position on your mouth, so you're walking on yeah. looking quite happy to be there, which is good. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Steve Punt introduces you. It's David Eagle. Oh, thank you very much, Steve Punt. <laughs> oh, For the length of time I you get to know. the microphone or something. Know. Thank you very much. Oh, my. <laughs> ah. <laughs> it's almost like your version of aha. Yeah, I do sound <laughs> like an Alan Partridge. Ah. Oh, Partridge. Have I got a Partridge? No, not no. Alan Partridge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got some music for that one. Do you recognise what the tune was? The uh, music was? Was it Teenage Kicks? It was Teenage hey. Kicks, the undertones. Ah! Oh, hello everyone. Oh. And that's how we did an R during the actual set. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. Ah. Oh, i got a wolf whistle for that one. <laughs> what I love about this one is I do multiple R's for this one. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm inspired by the little whistling. I think it's a wall whistle. So I really... But I do like a, a number of R's here. That's one thing I noticed. I had absolutely no idea that I did it. Are you going to be self-conscious next time well, thinking I, about it yeah, or are you just going knows? to find it funny? I might not be able to go on stage. I might think, well, don't do the art and then I'll have a rubbish gig and I'll find the only way I can have a good gig is to go, ah! ah! But then audience members who listen to the podcast, they'll start clocking onto it yeah. and then it'll become, please welcome on the stage, David Eagle! And they'll be like, ah! <laughs> and it'll sound less like a comedy show and more like the House of Commons. It'll sound like more like Prime Minister's Questions. <laughs> One of my favourites mm. of these, because obviously I start recording before the gig happens yeah. was before I go out so I get the little bits in the either when I'm sort of pacing around I do a yeah. lot of pacing before really the gig as well like I don't if I'm in the actual venue and the audience can see me no. pacing around but if they can't I'll be pacing around in this one this particular gig I obviously paced around so much in circles that I just as I was getting introduced onto the stage realised that I couldn't find my accordion because <laughs> I got disoriented and what I like is the absolute panic you can hear the absolute panic as I get the accordion and then I find the accordion and then I come out Oh, as if nothing's <laughs> happened. Where the fuck is my accordion? <laughs> there it is. Fucking hell. There we are. Thank you, Carries. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Gettys. Oh. I don't know why I go so posh when I mean. Do you go sort of 1930s serial? Ah, here I am. Thank you, Martin. It's me, David Eagle, here to entertain you on the accordion with some amusing songs and stories. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
One thing I did talk about in last week's podcast, Ellie, was the fact that at Witchwood Festival, mm. we, we were staying with in an Airbnb, but it was in someone's house. Yeah. And the woman was very excited when I arrived. <laughs> but then when she saw that I was blind, she ran up the stairs and she said, oh, sorry, disaster averted. I didn't realize you were blind. And then I asked her what she was on about. And she said, oh, well, I saw you were a comedian. And I thought, well, you like a practical joke. So I put a fake spider in your bed. Ellie was with me for Witchwood yeah. Festival. We, we settled into the Airbnb. We, we. That's, that's how I got my own back on her. <laughs> ah, spider, is it? There you go. Piss the bed. <laughs> Bye. Well, we uh, got settled into the Airbnb and then we headed off to the festival. And with hindsight, we probably should have gone a bit later because yeah. we were there for a good sort of five hours before and we And I wasn't on until half eleven. We got there about half five, six o'clock. Yeah. And we'd had something to eat at about half four, five. Yeah. And so when we got the festival, we were just sort of killing time. And then it got to about ten o'clock and I thought, I should really have something to eat. I don't feel particularly hungry, but I just thought, I'm going to get to half eleven and all of a sudden I'm going I'm to be hungry and my energy levels are going to have dissipated. And one thing I was trying to do was because there was no uh, water. Facilities. There was no hand washing facilities in the portaloo. And I sanitised my hand, but I had this feeling that I should probably get something that doesn't require touching it. Yeah, so it was either a crepe or a burrito. Cause we thought, and I think you know, I should have gone for cre- cre- crepe, as I would call it. But yeah. people thinking, is this marriage going to work? Because he says crepe, she says crepe, but I think we'll, we'll make it work. Anyway, so I get this burrito. And the reason I think the crepe would have been better is because it was in a cardboard thing. Yeah. And I could have probably held that, whereas the burrito came in foil. Which but the needed trouble some unwrapping, sort of didn't it? Unwrapping, and then I was touching the burrito, and I was already starting to think, oh, God, this is going to be, uh, this isn't good. I I ate the burrito, it was a mushroom burrito, and then I did the gig. Nice, lovely gig. Yeah, it went really well. And it was quite a challenging gig as well, because it was late night, there was other stuff going on, it was in a tent, it then started raining loads, so it was really loud on the tent. It's so weird when you just can hear, like, this drum and bass and rain, all the, you know, and that's what I'm performing against. But the good thing about the rain is it meant that the tent was packed. Yeah, yeah, loads I of I say it modestly. Do the gig, and then we head back to the B&B, and I, my stomach feels a little bit awkward, but not nothing too bad. And then an hour or two later, I wake up, and I need to go to the toilet. Well, it soon becomes apparent that all is not well. All of a sudden, I felt my head feeling really hot, and my stomach feeling really bad, and I knew I needed to throw up. And bearing in mind, this is in someone's house. Yeah. I haven't been sick for years, probably about seven or eight years, and it was mushroom, yeah. full bits of undigested mushroom, because it was only like two hours after the... Two, three I, hours, I, yeah. I'd actually eaten it, and I was throwing up bits of mushroom, it was just flying out of my mouth, flying out of my nose, and I was just desperately trying to get it into the... Well, I thought I'd get it into the sink. You don't That's really, easier to aim for when Yeah, you're rather blind. than the toilet. And the problem was, though, I was trying to then push it down the sink, but the trouble is, it didn't have... A, Big hole. It was, it was one just, of those sinks where the plug sort of fixed and has to be pulled up and then just drains out. And, it's, and there's small holes, and poor Ellie has to come through, and she is pushing. She doesn't really like mushrooms anyway. I really don't like mushrooms. Mushrooms are one of my now, least favourite foods. She's now pushing acidic It wasn't exactly pushing, I was having to scoop out Ugh. and gather into scoop piles out these of toilet rolls. And we're in someone's house as yeah. well. And I think so I said panicked. to you, how can you find me attractive <laughs> after this? How can you ever find me attractive? And, it, and she said, you are the presenter of the David Eagle podcast. How could I not how find you attractive? How could I not? And then we made love. <laughs> 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 oh, God. So this lasted for, oh, 
four or five hours. One thing that I was... Re- oh, yeah, and the woman hadn't come out. And I was thinking, no. oh, God, I hope she's not going to hear. But there's nothing you can do in, in that so, situation. Yeah. Like, I didn't have a choice of, like, oh, I won't throw up. But the, the thing that um, I was really glad about is that I'd eaten the burrito at 10 o'clock. Because if I'd have decided at 8 o'clock yeah. or even half eight to have eaten the burrito, I'd have been sick on stage. Yeah. Can you imagine? Wouldn't that have a been a closer tent? to your show? Please welcome <laughs> David Eagle. Ah! <laughs> what? Or even worse, I started with my song I'm Killing My Dog for Satan. And it was and because it was raining, they turned it up quite loud, so my voice yeah. was distorting quite a bit. Imagine going, I'm killing my dog for Satan. It was already sounding quite metal. Then I just throw up all over the audience. <laughs> Bits of mushroom flies out of my nose and my mouth. People, the audience might have been like, oh, this is very realistic. Yeah. Yeah, very realistic uh, <laughs> stage props here. I don't know what it really is. But it seems like acidy bits of mushroom. <laughs> I did clean up the bathroom, I think, quite successfully. But then at about oh, half six... Half six, seven-ish. The woman knocks on the door and said, oh, is it all right if I uh, use the bathroom? And she didn't know what was going on at this yes. point. Yeah, so I left the bathroom and we had to explain to her what had happened. And she was absolutely lovely. Oh, she was so nice. We didn't know what to do because our train wasn't until like... Half ten. So we didn't know what to do. The woman was so nice about it. It's like, was there anything I can get? And it's now seven o'clock. And she said, oh, do you need me to drive you to A&E or something? And, and in that moment, that seemed like the best idea. Partly yeah. because I think it meant that we got out of the house because she was going to drop us off. Yeah. Although I was a bit worried about throwing up in the car. She was going to drop us off. And I just thought, we've got to get out of this house. I can't have another three hours of throwing up in this house. So. And also, the day before, it had been a birthday. <laughs> Yeah. We didn't know when we booked. So we'd got her a little present from yeah. the festival. The uh, present that we got was mm. some soap at the festival. And I mentioned that I was doing comedy. And the woman at the stall said, Oh, I might come and watch it, but uh, my son might come along as well, who's uh, 15. Um, is it particularly offensive what you do? <laughs> um, and I thought, bearing in mind that you're, I'm currently standing in your stall buying, you know, lavender scented soap and, <laughs> and bath salts. Bath salts. Do you really think that I'm going to be the kind of comedian who's massively offensive? You cunt. (laughs) (laughs) So she drives us to A&E, which just seemed like a good idea at the time. I think Ellie was a bit worried as well, because you were a bit worried that you were getting sick, that you felt a bit ill. Yeah, well, because... Which is probably just because you've been watching me throwing up mushrooms. It's not going to be... I'd been watching you throw up. I'd been cleaning it up. And also, neither of us had had more than an hour's sleep all night. My thinking was... We should just get out of her house so she's yeah. not having to deal with a exactly. vomiting blind man. Well, it's I'm blind. Well. Where's the blindness coming to it? Because he might not have always aimed no, correctly. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> and also, I thought, at least if we're in the hospital, they could give you something to, like, stop. rehydrate you. Well, yeah. maybe stop, or maybe put a slight halt to it so we could get the train. Rehydrate you and give you, like, the electrolytes and stuff like that. But that's when not we really got to A and E, she was the woman at A and E was She's not like happy with us at all. She was like, "And what did you hope to achieve by coming here?" And yeah. Ellie is just really stressed, like almost like in tears at this point. She's like, "Well, I, I just didn't know what to do, and I thought that I was getting ill. We got a, yeah. a train. She said, you should stay at home." 
And so we, we can't, can't stay, stay at home, home because we don't live, live there. It's someone else's house. We said, well, maybe you could give us like a prescription for something that's going to like stay us off. So I can't do that here. You'll have to get that at the shop. Also, they have things like rehydrating sachets there. Yeah. So we could have got one from her, but she was having and none she of wouldn't. it. And she wouldn't. She'd be like, no, you need to get that at the shop. So and we I said, would, it's a Sunday. Yeah. It's half seven on a Sunday. The shops aren't open. And, and she's said, like, oh, yes. And then she wait. sort of mellowed a little bit when we pointed out that, look, there's no shops open. We don't live here. We don't I know said, where anything is. I said, if I was at is. home back in Sheffield, I wouldn't have come here. Not yeah. not to which to Sheltenham. What do you hope to achieve with her good things? <laughs> I thought she might put me on the E. Oh, well, <laughs> she sort of sarcastically went, huh, and is there anything else I can help you with today? And uh, I did resist the urge to say, oh, I don't suppose you can do anything about this blindness, can you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So then we walked back. We were going to walk to the station via Which was about Cheltenham sta- a 15, 20 minute walk away. Yeah. And we got 10 minutes there. We were only about five minutes walk away from the train station and I just, I couldn't walk anymore. I just felt so weak. You did so look we, a bad colour and you looked like you were going to collapse. So we got a taxi and I got in the taxi and bearing in mind it's only a two minute drive. Yeah. We got a minute down the thing and I could tell oh, I was not feeling good and then we got to some traffic lights and I didn't even know if it was safe to do so. No, so you, I yeah. just opened the door because I knew in two seconds I was about to be sick. Yeah. And I opened the door the taxi driver's got no idea what's going on. He's like, what's going on? And unfortunately because we were already paid for the taxi yeah. in advance he knew that I wasn't trying to do a runner yeah, yeah. and then the next thing just in this bush I just <laughs> throw up and oh it was horrible anyway you don't want to hear just constant sick so, sick sick but um, so yeah that, that was all a bit stressful but the we, driver was really nice yeah. he's like oh is he all okay? he even said oh do you want me to wait around I thought oh, no, no I said right. you just get yourself away yeah. because we're only about a minute's walk away from the train station yeah. So that was a horrible thing. But then what happened a few days later, so I, I went, got back home, managed to get back home on the train, absolutely fine, really. That yeah, was fine. we were really lucky The last with of the that. sick came out of the In taxi. The and I went to bed, and then I was <laughs> fine. It started getting better. Yeah. And then... I'd forgotten about this bit. Yeah, so... <laughs> That was on the Saturday, or the Sunday morning yeah. that that happened. I think it was the Tuesday evening when all of a sudden I sneezed <laughs> and a massive piece of mushroom flew out my nose. <laughs> <laughs> flew out my nose. It was so huge. <laughs> the, but the worst thing after that is then I was like, well, is there more? Yeah. And then I was paranoid that there was going to be more mushroom just flying out my nose at random times. So Fortunately, I didn't have any gigs that no, week. No. It actually did coincide quite well Yeah, it with not having well. gigs because I didn't have gigs that week but imagine that a bit of mushroom just flies into the audience I just... <laughs> oh the video seems to have stopped Ooh. maybe I've run out what a shame <laughs> I think it's going you, you do realise this is TikTok not TikTok. No. <laughs> there you go there's a story you, you've not had a podcast with me and Ellie for nine months and I've just told a five minute or more anecdote which was one about being sick one of the most horrific experiences but, hopefully we'll ever have together <laughs> and sick now when she said when they're saying sick and in health like, yeah, you'll done be that. thinking about that mushroom <laughs> I really hope we don't have mushrooms in our wedding meal <laughs> put your hand in my big box pull out a cassette we have no idea right now what's on it yet but then we press play we'll hear what we get it's time to play a game we call cassette roulette so before we came on, Ellie put her hand in my big box. <laughs> she pulled out a cassette. Yes. It's amazing I didn't throw up that time. And <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> and she has pulled out a tape, and we are now going to play what is on that tape. It's time to play a game we call Cassette Roulette. So, Ellie. Yeah. In a previous cassette roulette, we played this radio clip, and I asked to see whether you could identify what was going on in the clip, what they were doing on this radio show, and you didn't get it at the time, but can you remember what the answer was? This is a little previous cassette roulette quiz. Come on, if you think you're hard enough. Oh, in your competition at all. Snapped your end off, haven't you? (laughs) Do you remember what that was? Was that one of those weird ads for like a car company or something? (laughs) (laughs) No. Because some of them were like that. No. Okay. Imagine that for a car company. (laughs) Snap your end off. (laughs) I don't know what, what was that? They were rhubarb thrashing, hitting each other with rhubarb sticks. Was that like two years ago? Because I cannot remember that. Well, no, it can't be, because it was on last on Cassette Roulette, which we've only been doing last year. But now, Ellie, mm. this is a radio show. I wonder if you know what's going on in this clip. Put the mouth around it. When you hear it ringing in your ears, stop. Oh, I can't. Uh, Give it a twist. One twist, yes, but hold it. Clockwise or anti-clockwise? Right. It doesn't matter, as long as you go the same right. way each yep, time. Yep. Hold it over. Pull it over. Yes, and give them those, what we call in the trade, a locking twist. Let's see what you've got. And a dog. And a dog. Well, it's not bad, really. Close. Yeah. We'll have to go to the vet. Balloon animals. Yes, they're making <laughs> balloon animals. This should give us ideas for features. Rhubarb thrashing, balloon animal making. We know you would not do the penises. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they doing that on local radio? I love how you instantly know it's local. Well, uh, they've got yes. regional accents. You uh, can't have regional accents at that time indeed. on national radio. Well, there is another local radio presenter in, coming up who I think is kind of a little bit like the Alan Partridge of the North East. Oh. The thing with often with these tapes is I'm listening to the radio and I'll flick between the channels or I'll unpause the recorder at certain times. Mm-hmm. So you don't always hear what's going on. So I might only get like sometimes I get annoyed with myself because I listen to the cassette and I'm like, why didn't you stick didn't with I that? stick with that? Because it sounds intriguing. So with that in mind, they've sort of got a few clips of me moving through the various radio stations and there's some intriguing bits here. I don't think I've no idea what's going on for some of these. Here we go. A good old spanking and uh <gasps> why in tarnation are you dressed as an austrian shepherdess <laughs> morning <laughs> okay I mean, that's, that's the title of the that's podcast. That's the title of the podcast. <laughs> so there's two clips: a good, someone's into a good spanking, and then I think, nah, nothing to be here there, and move on. <laughs> Do we know roughly what year this was and how old you were? Uh, oh, I don't know. I'd, um, I'd imagine it'd be like, I don't know, 97, 98, something. Okay. A good old spanking, and. Uh... <gasps> Why in tarnation are you dressed as an Austrian shepherdess? Morning. No, but like, like, kind of like, it's like talking about like. Oh, bloody hell, right, old man. Okay. Yep, yeah, get it on there. Right. <laughs> we will have a pop at them later on as well. But let- ah, so here we go. This <laughs> is now the Alan Partridge of the Northeast. <laughs> here we go. We will have a pop at them later on as well. But let me stress this: this is your program. I'm on your side, and if it takes sometimes a scrap, and you've got to upset a few people and ruffle a few feathers, tough. That's what we're here for. So there. Don't forget to keep your nominations coming. For- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Ruffle a few. If 
I've to ruffle a few feathers and take people down a peg or two. I will do it for you. Stress this, this is your programme. I'm on your side, and if it takes sometimes a scrap and you've got to upset a few people and ruffle a few feathers, tough. That's what we're here for. So there. Don't forget to keep your nominations coming for the Fish and Chip Shop of the Year. <laughs> had a good little batch in this morning. Keep them coming. And we're planning an outside broadcast from your favourite chippy in the future. From <laughs> your favourite chippy. Uh, right. You should just write down all the stuff that has been done on local radio and we should do a podcast like almost like a bucket list right get some uh, get your notes app open well I've got a piece of paper because it's easy piece of paper right Okay, so, right. balloon animal making. I don't think I'd be very I, good at I that. I don't think we'll be very good at that. But we'll put it down anyway. Yeah. Rhubarb thrashing. Yeah. Broadcasting outside a local chippy. That we could do. Yeah. There's one down the road. Uh, and um, any other suggestions? A good old spanking. Good <laughs> old <laughs> <laughs> spanking. Oh, yeah. I think you should uh, be Ellie, dressed, should good... dressed as a... <laughs> you should be dressed as an Austrian shepherdess. Why in tarnation are you dressed as an Austrian shepherdess? <laughs> now, I did try looking that up in case it was from some sort of a play or something. Yeah. But it's just Austrian phrases you should know has <laughs> come up on Google. Ah, yeah. Which is... Is that one of them? Why in tarnation are you dressed as an Austrian <laughs> shepherdess? I'm putting Austrian shepherdess brackets David. Mm, right. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you could do the chippy broadcast dressed as an Austrian shepherdess then. I, I go into an uh, go into an Austrian shepherdess? No. <laughs> can't do that anymore, David. Um, those days are Sorry, gone. ladies. You're the lady? <laughs> I should go into a chippy and see if they'll serve me as an Austrian shepherdess. <laughs> this is a feature, Ellie. Yeah. This is a radio programme that you just never have these days. Okay. I'm selling two items. You're selling a couple of items. What you got? I've got a oak table with extended to six foot with four chairs. So is that uh, flaps come up or leaves come out? Leaves come out. And <laughs> We just go up to a bungalow, so you understand. Oh, right. Yeah, with how many chairs? <laughs> and it clicks off. Unfortunately, <laughs> listeners, the tape clicked off at that point. I know you're all oh. going, how many chairs? Tell us more. He says he's got two items, and we've only got the what one. What's the other item? Oh, well, never. And I've got an Austrian Shepherdess costume. I was going to say. So that was like Gumtree on the radio. That's, yeah, eBay. Yeah, Gumtree before, before a Yorkshire version. <laughs> eBay <eBuy> Gumtree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> getting this, TikTok. You're getting this. <laughs> this is the final one for Cassette Roulette. Oh, yeah. Well, the first person would be Robbie Fowler. Right. Who's going to say that? Okay. How did you know I was going to say that? I just... You're I just, Tracy. Eh? Uh, Robbie's a name, Tracy. Julie. 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 Sorry, you sound like a Tracy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Is it Tracy? No, no, it's Judy. Julie. Oh, you sound, <laughs> you sound like a Tracy. What does that mean, you sound like a Tracy? I suppose, like, the snobbish thing... Did you get this? Like, Tracy was a name that was meant to be someone who was quite common? Yeah. So, no, he gets his name wrong, and then he, rather than him just going, oh, you sound like someone I know called Tracy, he goes, you sound a bit like a Tracy. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean by that. I just... I just... Tracy. Eh? Are you Tracy? Tracy? It's Judy. 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 Sorry, you sound like a Tracy. All right. All right. All right, then. Yeah. <laughs> 
We should have a look at these oh, some yeah. of these comments that have come I through screenshots on so. TikTok because, as I say, it's a different generation. Firstly, there's a lot of Americans. So and, hello to any new American listeners oh, if yeah. you found us through TikTok. I like the idea. It was really catching on in America and like loads of Gen Z people going. <laughs> Did you hear the podcast last night, buddy? Did I hear the podcast? Well, let me just say, why in tarnation are you dressed as an Austrian shepherdess? And they'll all be doing the catchphrases from the podcast. I love that your American fan started off as like a 30s speakeasy character. And then, well, yeah, they both had sort of the same accent. Yeah. I'll do it again. Hey, buddy, did you listen to the uh, the David Eagle podcast? Oh, my God, did I listen to the David Eagle podcast? I'm not sure if we'll have many this American is- Listeners. So, uh, the two videos that have had the most comments are a clip of your award-winning Leicester Square Theatre stand-up set. Yeah, I wonder whether, we said before, we need 250,000 views to go viral. So this is the drum roll now, Ellie. Right. Oh, okay. I don't, don't have a drum on. roll. I don't have a drum roll, but uh, I do have... A barn owl. Okay. Okay, well, just as as the screeching of the barn owl came to a halt, it clicked over to 226,800. Oh, so close. <laughs> so close. Well, but, anyway, so that one's got that. So in that one's got a lot of comments, as has your live performance of The Day We Drank the Nazis Out of Town, featuring the other ones from the young'uns. On your video talking about pigeons, somebody's commented... You are not constrained by good taste. Bless you, funny man. (laughs) (laughs) There's quite a few people on the Leicester Square Theatre one, when I was doing stand-up, who were saying that I sound like Tyson Fury. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My favourite one of those was, if Tyson Fury and James Acaster had a baby... I don't think I sound like Tyson Fury. I don't think well, you I've got a clip like... of Tyson okay. Fury, so we'll see what you think. I mean, unless they weren't talking about my voice, I suppose I did do a video which is a bit of a sexist, homophobic <laughs> rant. Very popular, very popular. <laughs> Surprising with Gen Z. Oh, I have to tell you about my inadvertent sexist comment mm. a little later on. I'll tell you after this. But uh, this is... I was going to say, this is how I sound. But I'm gonna clip, <laughs> I've got a clip of how I sound uh, now. <laughs> oh, thank you, Keris. Thank you, Martin. Uh, this is how uh, Tyson Fury sounds. I'm doing fantastic. I'm in fantastic shape and I'm roaring to go. Roaring to go? <laughs> he's not raring to go, he's roaring to go. I'm fighting in front of the largest crowd that's ever been done in, in boxing since the 1940s. UK 